but I guess there's a part of me that is I, I'm really committed to seeing it out so where it's small beginnings hey hey welcome to the up and becoming podcast a space for inspiring and empowering conversations for the dreamers, creators, and self-starters. In today's episode, I'm speaking with Amanda Jones. Amanda is an art director, filmmaker, and recent author with her book, Diary of a Freelancer. I had an opportunity to go over to her place and dive a little bit deeper about what the Diary of a Freelancer is about. Being a freelancer myself, it was pretty insightful, and I know that you're going to learn so much. So without further ado, here is Amanda Jones. But you call you call it Honest Jones because your last name is Jones. Jones. Yes, yeah, that's correct. Great. Yes. Just make sure. Because I'm chatting to Amanda Jones today. In accompaniment with Christian Jones, which is at the table close by to Christian us. Christian is working in the corner. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, he might pop in if we need him to yeah. Google something for us. I need to find a friend. The first question I like to ask everyone that comes on Up and Becoming is, what did you want to become as a kid? Oh my gosh, that's such a funny question because I was thinking about this the other day and my dreams were so low. Like I remember really wanting to be a checkout chick. <laughs> yeah, do you want me to just come a little bit closer? Oh, sorry. You're right. Um, great. How's this? That's great. Yeah, this is really embarrassing, but I remember like... You want to be a checkout chick? Yeah, at Target. <laughs> Whoa. I know, but I also probably wanted to be a ballerina. I did ballet. Um, That's awesome. Since That's I actually on my album cover that we just made. What is... I asked a bunch of people what they wanted to become as a kid, like yeah. on my Instagram, and yeah. all these people, like a lot of girls came in and so said they wanted to be ballerinas. Uh-huh. So I've got this little icon of a ballerina, like amongst all these other icons mm. around the name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. I think it was a pretty standard thing for, like, girls, like, want to be a ballerina. I actually figured out pretty young, though, that I wasn't going to be a ballerina. That's good. I knew that I didn't... Is that weird? Like, knew that I didn't have the body type for it. Oh, really? Yeah. What is a body type of ballerina? Well, I mean, if you want to get technical, I was very turned in. So that's actually why my mum put me into ballet, because I was kind of, like, slightly pigeon-toed. Oh, okay. So... Um, like a ballet is all about turnout and like, yeah, I know. Yeah. We're making, we're making like turnout <laughs> things with our hands right yeah. now. Yeah. That's crazy. That's great <laughs> content for a podcast. No, it's great. I'm like, I think people want to know what we're doing with our hands. <laughs> yeah. So you want to be a ballerina and a checkout chick? Yeah. I didn't have very high hopes, apparently very high aspirations. Um, yeah, I never... I mean, even thought of what I'm doing now. I didn't yeah. even think I thought of it like, you know, when I left high school. Okay. And what were you focusing on oh, for I was all still that doing time? Dance. Was it yeah? So yeah. still dance, still like creativity. Yeah, but yeah, but I didn't know what that meant. Like I did dance um, all through high school, all through primary school, high school, and always loved drawing and things yeah. like that. But I never knew what like what came with creativity and mm. like all this side of um you know you I guess person the personality stuff um I guess you might call it um which I learned then at going to um creative arts school so I started I went and did dance after um full-time after high school yeah 
um, for three years, got a um, advanced diploma nice. in, uh, in contemporary dance. Yeah, and um, learnt a lot more of that side after that. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. The freezer just turned on, we're all good. Yeah, it's all a noisy fridge. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, so did dance, so it was always dance, that was the thing. Um, but more so I wanted to choreograph, be a choreographer. Um, but there's not much of a choreography scene in, or dance scene in Sydney, really. Yeah, that's more LA and New York. No? Yeah. yeah, or even like, I mean, a friend of mine who's has an amazing dance career has gone to Europe, like oh. London. That oh, of course, scene. yeah. Especially for contemporary dance. Um, yeah, okay. In Sydney, it's more like commercial and. Mm. Yeah. Hip hoppy. I don't know. The well, mo- okay, like the most like dance mm-hmm. I see in Sydney is very like R and B. Like yeah, I don't see much contemporary. In terms of like a career, like so, my sister in law did the career thing, and mm. she basically booked. She actually did. So you think you can dance? <laughs> and she basically after that booked more TV shows. So like, um, she was backup dancer for what's one of those other ones? Um, the the pop star one. No. Oh no. my gosh! I don't know. Australian Idol. No. Stuff like that. Okay, cool. Someone where they spin around the chairs. X Factor. Yeah, I think I think she did stuff like that. Oh, sick. And then she'd get a lot of gigs teaching because she was like a star teacher. Ah. Oh. Um, but that's that's it. And she was like a thousand times better dancer than I was. So. Yeah. So then. <laughs> Gave up that dream. And then after that, your. You think you're like you're doing creative arts? Where are we? Like, are we? Yeah. So after that, we um, I went. I was like, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to study film. Yeah. Um, so you studied film? No, I didn't. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's the twist. Um, I applied for every film school in Sydney and got into a bunch of them. Oh, okay. And cool. then the last thing I applied for was. Um, White House, um, which is like a fashion. You didn't study at White House, did you? Yeah, did you? Really? No. No, I almost I wanted to pursue fashion early in early yeah, days, okay. and I knew about White House, but I didn't do it. Yeah. And I Melbourne didn't. White House is kind of like cutthroat. Mm. I guess Sydney it probably is as well, but it's a, it's well, I mean, I think Project Runway is shot in Melbourne. So yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a bit, uh, it's a bit of a. So you did fashion. No, I did styling and creative direction course, but it definitely has a bent towards fashion. Crazy. Yeah. I always like fashion, um, not necessarily to be a designer, but to work with it. I yeah. I still love working with fashion brands and that's the dream. Nuts. And then yeah. honest, honest Jones. <laughs> You're like, we get to the No, no, no. We're not, I'm not <laughs> really trying, I'm actually not trying to, I'm not trying to rush no. you. I'm just trying to see, I'm trying to get bird's eye view of like, the evolution of like how you got to where we are today. Yeah. It was because, definitely the yeah. long way around. So I studied dance, then studied um, styling, and then went into this from White House. Went into an internship um, in fashion, and was like, "This is not what I want to do." Yeah, it was a really bad internship. Actually, she was. It was terrible. Fashion's not very nice. Like it's there's a lot of it's not really, nice, yeah. like no. in some areas, but it's yeah. like it's you've got to pay your dues. You've got to work really, really hard, and you've got to yeah. take a lot of like yeah. abuse, maybe yeah. you know, to yeah. get there. Which I don't really agree with, but 
Totally. I'm an um, idealist. Same, <laughs> me too. I'm yeah. like, I think you can be kind to people. You can be kind to yeah. people, absolutely. Um, I think finding, so then I think eventually, find, I just remember like, I don't know how it happened, but finding clients um, who are just really nice and really beautiful humans, I was mm. like, oh, like you don't actually have to be awful and creative. Like there's, it doesn't yeah. They don't. Same with me. I had yeah. that for two. That's like a breakthrough. I'm like, whoa, people yeah. are nice. Yeah. You can work for people that like you. Yeah. Whoa. Can be nice. You can be a freelancer and like choose your jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I kind of I started yeah I started freelancing more as an art director. So then I was building sets and stuff for film. Um, worked on some big projects and stuff. And Amazing. That was fun. Yeah. And then just picked up a camera and started making films and um, got some pretty good clients. And I'm like, okay, well, let's package this up and make it a thing. Make it a thing. Make, make it a, a business. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it became One Minute Film, which has then grown. like that. So that's our main work for um, The Honest Jones is making One Minute Films. Yeah. Okay. And what is The Honest Jones? <laughs> it's... Um, yeah, I like to call it um, the. It's it's our studio name. It's whatever we're doing creatively. It's a bit vague. Yeah, beautiful. So it's like a creative studio. It's a. It's a creative studio. An agency, but not an agency. I wouldn't necessarily call it an agency. Maybe one day it will be. But um, yeah, that's cool. It covers a lot of different things that we do. It's like an umbrella for your creative yeah. projects. Totally. Yeah. And it's called Honest Jones. Yeah. Why honest? I don't know. It. it Came are we looking? Are we looking to Christian for this? Oh no, that's no. just me. I mean, you were just searching in the ethereal. No, he has nothing to say. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, I think like possibly in that same stream of like honest creative work is like the you know um, doesn't. Yeah. Do you think that's that's from your belief? Like from your beliefs? Yeah, I think so. Probably in in part of discovering that. Yeah, creativity doesn't have to be uh, awful or even like brushed and yeah, okay. stressful and Great. cutthroat and yeah, um, you know all these things. Um, yeah, it can be slow and kind. It can be slow and kind. Hmm. I we like can that. Still survive off it. We could almost leave the podcast we right, there, right there, but we're gonna yeah. continue. <laughs> I am. Um, so in that in that instance you started making films for the honest well for the honest jones yeah. one minute films yeah exactly. um was there kind of a focus with clientele um not at first but i think like we've attracted i mean it's so broad like we've done pet toy companies we've done a lot of design agencies we've done holiday homes we've done um hairdressers um hair salons um yeah. A lot of active wear brands, a lot of, um, I would say that the looking like back at it, the theme would be um, like lifestyle brands. Yeah. Um, so possibly. Um, and I find that's what I shoot the most as well. Yeah, It's right. funny. Yeah. I pitched to an active wear brand yesterday just because yeah. I saw, Which I don't one? know where I saw it. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Oh. It's like someone just told me about it and then I just shot them an email with like a bunch of photos I've taken of uh-huh. activewear. But yeah. um, 
I love I love I love shooting like those kinds of brands because they're yeah this one's sustainable so that's also a part of my ethos like mm-hmm. I really like working with like good companies that are yeah that care about their footprint they're, they're often like really nice people just because yeah. they're like you know they're active <laughs> yeah well they've, and, and they've like, also got this car- I think mm-hmm. if you ever meet someone that's building something sustainable I think mm-hmm. they've got this like, kind of character mm-hmm. or these values, values yeah. that are around yeah. looking after the, the mm-hmm. earth and, and looking after others and totally. that means they often look after the people they hire yeah. you know and yeah. it's for me, it's so nice that sometimes I'll definitely take a budget cut, mm-hmm. you know, to work with brands that are more sustainable. I shot at, like, a PR event this week, um, very last minute, <laughs> and every, all the brands are sustainable. And, like, all the That's people great. were so kind, you know. So Which I'm one was just, that? Uh, no. Her name's Meg. Oh, okay. We did a sustainable event the other week as well. Oh. Ah, yeah. yeah. I was... <laughs> Daisy's going to listen to this, but I was editing at home. Yeah. And um, my girlfriend Daisy calls me and she's like, I need, I need help like to cover this event like ASAP. Nice. Like I can't get there to shoot it. Like could you go shoot it? And I just showed up and it was, everyone was sustainable and they were awesome and yeah, it was fun. Um, but it was, it was pretty funny. It was, yeah. Um, yeah. And I just, I think connecting with all those people was, mm. was awesome. Yeah. And yeah. the flexibility to just take a job like that at the last minute. Yeah, great. exactly. Um, and then, so you've got, you're working for lifestyle brands, um, in doing that, I think something that I've experienced is sometimes you can just follow the money. Mm-hmm. So for you guys, what, what's kind of your, when someone comes to you and says, Hey, we want a one minute video. Yeah. Do you just take anyone? What or do you mean do you, by follow the money? Um, so pr- pretty I guess pretty much like only take, like taking any work that comes to you. Which for yeah. me, like maybe is that's not following the money. Mm. I'm I'm also saying like because you want to have a your business needs money to continue mm-hmm. to grow, um, but sometimes I've been tempted to just go like certain things I don't want to shoot. Yeah. But if someone comes to me and that's like a big budget for it, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh maybe. Sure. Okay. You know? I see what you're saying. Yeah. So it's like, is there specific things that you mm. like to shoot within? Yeah, I think at first it was definitely like becoming a. A, when I became a freelancer and yeah. before we were now we're like a little crew um, there's definitely a time where it's like you just take anything you can get I've yeah. done the weirdest jobs yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> you just take whatever comes in the door like you're trying to pay rent so yeah um, yeah that, there was definitely a, a season of that um, and then I think over time we just narrowed down what one minute film is how we like to work and what our processes are Mm. and um it's not necessarily a money thing but like that just kind of naturally attracts people who um work similarly or like the way that we work i guess yeah in that way um but we've i've always been like really open to contra work so like equal value trades um it's definitely not that's interesting oh it's great yeah we've done some really high level um contra work so like for agencies that are um yeah contra value of like up to 5k so this is not so then they've like it's not freebie so we are one minute logo actually yeah um, was a contra trade with smack bang designs oh amazing yeah so they designed the logo and we created film work for them 
Amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, SmackBang's great. Yeah, it was a win-win too because we. Yeah. Yeah, it was so I'm realizing that that I'm still learning so much about that arena because sometimes it's like, hey, could you do this? And like, I'm happy to do this for you. But sometimes it's like subpar and what they return and what they deliver. So you yeah, shoot. Be so, clear yeah. and like it's having, very hard yeah sometimes yeah having something that really is actually valuable to you um yeah helps so then today you've got a book called diary of freelancer diary of freelancer yeah and it's coming out next month where did that start yeah it started um about four years ago whoa been, okay yeah i wrote it in 2017 okay yeah, that's cool yeah um as in it was literally my diary okay um, yeah your face right now is gold yeah my face um, is like whoa so whoa. it's a diary of a freelancer but it's actually a diary of a freelancer it's actually a diary it's not just a cool title it's like that's a real right. no, it's a real it really it's a real is. yeah piece of work from the heart absolutely yeah it's um I mean, it's not like, I mean, you can have a look. It's yeah, I've like, got it right here, guys. It's thick it's and the paper's so beautiful, but it's a... Uh, it's 300 pages. 300 pages. Yeah. And I just opened a page and it says, why do we need to learn to rest? Who taught us otherwise? <laughs> hmm. It's a good one to think about, It's guys. a good one to think about. It's <laughs> definitely food for thought. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's, it's my... A lot of my frustrations... Um, with either myself or um, yes, processes or things like creative work and all these things that we're talking about that are like but I want to be true to this but I need to you know make money and then just trying to figure a lot of stuff out so I'd been freelancing full time for about three years um, in 2017 and this just started to kind of flow just click and um, it was my diary. I knew, though, at the time that it was um, meant for more than just... That's so interesting. Yeah, it wasn't like my... Because you, you think... I have a journal that's like private thoughts. That's separate. <laughs> this, is, this was always... I was about to say. Yeah, it's, it's, it was always felt like something that wasn't just for me. I felt like I was kind of... Yeah, I don't know. So... I yeah. get that. Uh, yeah. It, and there's a challenge there because sometimes we it, it really depends on the posture we come at it like if you're if you start writing something and sometimes we just will write 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 and then we'll just share 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 like it'll be out on Instagram immediately I had this thought like yeah. the world needs to hear it yeah so it's <laughs> it's sometimes hard to just pause and sit with something yeah because you believe that it's for something greater yeah you know and save the work say you know and i find yeah. that hard i mean i've been sharing it since 2017 okay cool. but there's 300 in there i have definitely haven't shared every single one yeah but i think my nature was to like hold it back and then like big reveal um but i met with my friend tess and um she was like, no, start sharing. Best friend. A <laughs> <laughs> um, best friend, Tess. Um, no, I don't know. Um, she, re- she was like, no, start sharing it now. Yeah. So that day, we met and, yeah, she was showing me her first manuscript. I was the first one to see her manuscript of Apricot Memoirs. Okay, maybe we need to not pause literally, but I think, because 
I just I, well I just learned something then because I think sometimes I'm like oh I need to wait on this like yeah. I need to not share these photos yeah because maybe they could be part of something in the future that's greater than this but yeah. perhaps for everyone listening like just start now I would say yes because I think there are, there are a few instances like if you're Beyonce where you can drop <laughs> seven videos Beyonce yeah of course. Time. But, but she started somewhere, for you the, know? Exactly. Yeah. She's already Beyonce. So for the most part, I reckon sharing is always beneficial. And what happened for me was like people resonated. Yeah. So I don't know if I ever would have made a book if I hadn't got that kind of feedback from people. Um, That's really helpful. Yeah. And it's in that book that we both love, Austin Cleon. Uh, show oh, you, show, show you your work. work. Austin Cleon, we love you. We love you. You listen to this. Yeah, please. Please listen to this. <laughs> and then buy Amanda Jones's book because she's inspired by you. I am very inspired by you. <laughs> I'll just I'll email this to him. <laughs> yeah. um, that's awesome. Well, in, in doing that and now that becoming a book, we're now, we're, at the, we're in the process stage. You just, guys yes. just created a film. Yes. Can you share a little bit about the film or is it like yes. under wraps? Well, no. Being- okay. Being a film, uh, like I would say, a filmmaker first. Yeah. Now. Um, maybe dancer first, filmmaker. Is second. this the first time you've ever used film, though? Like for yes. a film. Yes. So um, <laughs> we shot. I basically I wrote a whole short film. It's, okay. It's not a one minute film. Oh. It is a story based. It's, but it's on Honest Jones, so it's not one minute videos. <laughs> exactly. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, it's okay. I just couldn't help myself. Wow. So um, we shot it with my friend Sean has a antique 16 mil um yeah a vintage 16 millimeter camera sorry christian just acknowledging um he's just the information yeah yeah great thank you um so uh he was like hey do you want to use my anytime you want to borrow my camera and i was like yes that's scary yeah film is scary it is scary it's expensive it's expensive Um, it's there's beautiful constraints with the film, but it's mm-hmm. like when you're actually doing film film, not mm-hmm. like just photos. Yeah. It's an entirely it's different process. Yeah. And I learned so much and I really would like to integrate it in some way into one minute film as an offering or something, but it's such a different process, but it was perfect for the book because it's slow. It's more difficult. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's the long way around. Um, would you do that? Yeah. Would you recommend doing that every time? Well, I haven't, like, seen the footage yet, so we'll see. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting because I think that, yeah, there's there's an industry that's very fast-paced and everything's coming out very quickly. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. where maybe with one-minute video, that's actually yeah. how you guys work. You know, systems may be a bit quicker because that needs to be deliverable yeah, I mean, quicker. They're, they're quicker than... Um, yeah, but then this, this <laughs> than, project. Than this because this was in the lab for three weeks. Yeah. Just getting developed before we can even start editing it. So. Which is so fun. <laughs> That's a long time. And like for me, I I shoot a roll of film and when I put it in, I'm like checking my email. Yeah. Like not immediately, but maybe yeah. six hours. I'm like checking, you know, yeah. <laughs> like I want to see the photos and then. You know, you, you consume them, um, or but there's just so much magic in that. So yeah. have you, you've now got the roll. The roll arrived this morning. I haven't looked at it yet. Okay. I don't actually know the process. It's also, so it's been scanned. So it's oh, okay. also. You've um, also got it digitally. Yes. It's on you the haven't looked at it yet. No. Well, um, 
I'm waiting to like, oh. I want to be totally clear headed and totally just focus on that. That's so interesting. Yeah. Because I think I have a, I have a visual in my mind of, of the film, right? I wrote it. Of course. I have imagined it for months. We shot it. But I want to like kind of wipe that away and just look at what we actually shot and make that film. Yeah. If that makes sense. So not try and make the footage into the film that I'm imagining. It's almost like taste thing that I was talking about. You know, like how what you perceive in your mind of the narrative will look like. Yeah. Maybe the film that's being made that is, is different. Yeah, that is true. That's true in life as well, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you have this vision, you work towards it, but then it never looks exactly like you imagined. Which is the beautiful part <laughs> yeah. of creating. You've got to celebrate it. Because you, you'll only ever have how you perceive it in your mind. Mm-hmm. And then other the whole part of art is everyone else perceiving it and putting themselves into it mm-hmm. and being like, oh, how do I relate? Because I have no idea what the film's about, yeah. but like, I'm sure it's about Diary of a Freelancer. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, we are meaning makers, so we're going to put ourselves into something and be like, mm-hmm. oh, what does this mean to me? Yeah. How do I relate to this? You yeah, know? there's a quote in the book that says, if, you, if the process is right, love the result. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, if you, if you know that you're doing it true to the process, um, whatever that looks like is the right result. <laughs> and <laughs> it's if, scary. Yeah, and I guess coming to coming to now, like, you're going to look at the film, what's, what's the next steps to, for a diary of a freelancer? Like, what do you... For, for the book? To edit it? Or the, or the film, the book, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so editing the film, um, cutting that together, music... Um, all the rest of it, grading, um, which will so and then it will launch the book's arrival in cool. May. Yeah, May. It's yeah. a short window. Yeah, I think the cool thing about having this podcast as well is because I was driving the car to do this interview, and mm. I'm like, I just want to interview everyone I interviewed a year ago mm. and see where they are now because that's yeah. a whole point of up and becoming. Cool. Yeah. It's like. One of my friends, Benny, a year ago, he was struggling, not struggling, sorry, Benny, but like (laughs) in it, you know, and figuring it out. And now he's teaching at the design school he taught at Shillington, the design school he went to Shillington. And he's like, I think he's in a spot that he's really happy about. But a year ago, it was different, you know, and I think he was definitely still happy a year ago. But Mm. to now think about maybe in a year, the film's out, the book's out. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? That's the exciting part. Yeah, that's the exciting part. It yeah. is exciting and you just don't know. I think anytime you put something out there, the opportunities come up. Like even you messaging me to do this podcast. Like yeah. I didn't... I... Yeah. That's so just, funny. It's just a great thing of like when you put a work out there or put yourself out there in some way. It's uh, people... Like opportunities come. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so true. And I think... What, what is the dream for it? What's the dream for the book? What do you see for it? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, and just kind of, part of me, half of me is doing it one step at a time. So it's like, let's just get it out there. Yeah. Um, but I guess there's a part of me that is, I, I'm really committed to seeing it out. So where it's small beginnings, we're doing quite a small pre-run and we're going to get it out there and then get it in some stores and wholesale um and then yeah keep doing print runs um so i feel like there's plenty in that 
Like yeah. That's, that's a lot. You've started do. the project now. And yeah, I feel really committed to... Once it's out, then it's yeah. going to... So once it's out in May, are you then selling more? Because you've yeah, done the yeah, pre-order. Yeah. yeah, I've done the pre-order. So um, everyone will get everyone who's ordered one will get their books. And then we'll do, I reckon, we're planning, yeah. dreaming of some kind of You'll, launch party. The momentum will carry, which... Yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah. Momentum carries. Um, and then we'll have the um, books for sale and also... Um, some wholesale and um, see it grow from there. Awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I guess it's, it's so good to know like the dream. I like that you're just like taking it one step at a time. Big time. Yeah. There's a lot of steps. Yeah. If you were to be sitting across from yourself, like mm-hmm. when you originally were thinking about this idea, would you yeah. see yourself here with a book printed <laughs> that I can hold? I think I did. I think I didn't yeah. know, though, like, I know how cool it's that you can hold it. Yeah, I'm holding it's so, it. It's so real. It's so thick and real and... Yeah. I think I always... I want to take it. <laughs> but... Yeah. Knowing if I'd told myself how much work was involved in the last, like, probably last year, I started working on it actually last January. Um, if I'd actually known how many hours that I have had to put into this uh, I don't know if I would have done yeah. it maybe but no I probably still would have but I would have I don't know yeah and that's the beauty of taking it slow taking yeah. it one step at a time and being in it yeah and, just and enjoying, enjoying it. each stage because yeah. the um, like putting it all together was a really fun stage yeah like scanning every single scribble was it that alone took like a week <laughs> I didn't even know that that's what you did. Yeah, every single... It's all my own handwriting. So it's all... I, so, yeah, yeah, okay. It's all the original um, scribbles from 2017. That's amazing. So it was... Because I thought... I thought it was all, you know... I don't even know what I thought What did now. you think? Yeah. I, thought, I thought that you'd... Yeah, that you'd like... I don't know, for the listeners, every, 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 every like squiggle or like writing thing is unique, but I thought maybe that you did that, that was a process that you did over time, but mm. this is all, these are all different things in your journal that you've scanned. Yeah, so they, they're different. I have like, it's interesting because I have quite varied uh, handwriting. Is it, have you actually put it in days at all? No, so it's not in order. Of yeah, it's just chronological. It's in chapters. Um, ah, so you did actually. You then did bring them together and you yeah. created the theme. Yeah, okay, so that's cool. Yeah. At the start of last year, when I was like, okay, let's let's pull this together as a book. I um, I was like, mm, I feel like chapters would be good. So I sort of noticed what themes there were. So there's a chapter on. Um, let's see here. <laughs> we're just opening the book. For reference, there's a chapter on daydreaming, there's a chapter on boredom, there's a chapter called marketing, which is one of the sassier chapters. Um, there's a chapter on rush, rushing, there's a chapter on like, uh, the first chapter is called to do, which is like motivation and yeah. mo- self-motivating yourself. Well, what's been, <laughs> for you being a freelancer yourself, <laughs> yeah. what's, been the, what's been the biggest learnings? that you've had I know that's such a big question oh my gosh this is my learnings basically I like that yeah I think this is it um everything in here is like 
was kind of just speaking to me. Like I was yeah. writing it to myself really because, um, yeah, it's all about like not quitting, right? Like if you just don't quit, you eventually will have been doing it for 30 years and then you, you'll get respect because you're, yeah. <laughs> I've been doing this for 30 Do years. Do you think you could ever not be a freelancer? Um, I don't know if I even am a freelancer anymore really technically um yeah okay yeah what yeah because i guess like i'm i'm asking that because i'm thinking about if you're not a freelancer anymore but you never quit i guess it's just never quit creating or i think i sort of i would say i'm sort of moving more it's i don't know Hmm. i'm still creative director for one film um but i have we have a team who makes them yeah so um i'm involved in that and then i'm doing this book and then we'll see what else happens well that was amanda jones diary of a freelancer comes out over the next few days so you should be able to get your hands on a copy so definitely go share some love uh, to Amanda and let her know that you're supporting uh, this new project because it has definitely impacted me in a very good way I hope you guys are continuing to grow and challenge yourselves and I will see you next episode of Up and Becoming